your mess is your message and we all have some sort of mess. And so really knowing that the unique vantage point that you have based on your schooling, your family, the society that you grew up in, the media, you have a one of a kind value. You are a freaking snowflake. Your DNA is unmatched. Mm -hmm. So look inside of the things that have shifted you, shaped you, transformed you. Ask yourself why. You've gotten great at divine working, but what about divine living? Welcome to the Divine Living Podcast. I'm your host, Gina DeVee. You're not alone in wanting more. And here at the Divine Living Podcast, you can expect to be part of conversations from women like us who unapologetically dream big and are obsessed with manifesting our most fabulous lives. The conversation starts now. Queens, oh goodness, what an episode I've got for you today. I had such a great time talking with today's guest, Jessica Zweig. And if you don't already know her, you're going to love this too. Jessica is the CEO and founder of Simply Be Agency, the host of Simply Be Podcasts, and the author of Be, a no BS guide to increasing your self-worth and net worth by simply being yourself. And we really had such a good conversation, went behind the scenes of the journey and the process of feminine women like us who are just really kind of letting ourselves be who we are and acknowledging that not only is that enough, but that's awesome. So I'm really excited for you to soak up the nuggets, the juiciness, the couple of Midwest girls found some common ground also. So I know that you are just going to love today's episode. Jessica, it is such a delight to have you on the Divine Living Podcast. You have such great things going on. You've got your book that's just come out. You've got your business that's booming. You've got so many great things happening in your life. And I want to start for anyone who may not already know you and has been introduced to you for the first time. Let's go back to the woman behind who we see today, because I believe every woman has a story. And when we can really connect with who we all are from where we came from to where we are now. I find like the totality just makes us that much more lovable and relatable. So yes, I could not um, agree more. Give us a little bit of your backstory, where you started, where you came from, and then we'll take it full scope. Yeah, awesome. So it's really beautiful to to meet you, like I said, because you know, it didn't always look this way. I didn't always have a successful business and a, you know, book and a platform. Like there was a large part of my life where I felt like I was very much on the sidelines of my life, looking at other women specifically, like doing big things and really felt small and scarce and resentful. And, and I'm going to give away my age, like I'm 39, right? So I would say that I kind of figured it out. I would say figured it out, but kind of came to this place where I really started to love myself and know my own path was divine mm -hmm. at like 33, 34, literally. So most of my life, you know, I was on this path of really not being empowered, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, I had success. So I, you know, my background, I got, I got a degree in theater. I went to college for acting, graduated college, did the cocktail waitressing auditioning beat for about five years really struggled, you know, financially I was super insecure dating a 
you know, psychologically abusive dude, like just really in my twenties, like going through the roller coaster of trying to mm-hmm. figure out my life. And then at age 27 ish, I met a girl and we became fast friends and we started a magazine. We started basically in a, we were like the original food and fashion blog in Chicago and it blew up and we had a hundred thousand local readers and we work with all these major brands. And I ran that for seven years and cut my teeth, you know, on digital marketing and social media and branding and content creation. And so that was a very significant chapter of my life. I was a first time entrepreneur, super green, but like kind of, we kind of blew up and I, and I kind of got my, my footing and I sort of found the power of my own personal brand during that time and built a network and learned from the biggest brands in the world who were my clients, how to do this work. And so it was in my real life MBA. But all that's to say, even during that chapter of my life, it was far more sparkly on the outside than it was on the inside because I hadn't really done the real work. Um, Mm. I think it's an important part of my story to know that I was never cool. I was bullied my whole, you know, middle school, high school upbringing. We grew up in this very affluent suburb. My parents were not affluent people. So I really didn't have a lot of sense, a high sense of self for most of my young life and young adult Mm -hmm. life. And so Mm -hmm. in my late twenties, when I became this sort of like blogger girl that people knew in Chicago, there was this unconscious, I think, sense of ego and wounding that was really running me in a large way. And I ended up six years into that magazine having a full-on emotional breakdown because I was so out of alignment, was really sick mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, literally got physically sick, had to have surgery for an autoimmune trigger that developed. I was drinking six nights a week, like having toxic rage towards my former business partner. Like It was, again, sparkly on the outside, not Mm -hmm. on the inside. And then when I really activated into this sort of awareness, I left Cheeky. That was the name of the magazine. Mm-hmm. I just walked away from my you know, business. That was at the time I found you. I remember mm-hmm. following your work and I was like, wow, there are women in the world that are like building platforms based on who they are and being super authentic and in service and crushing it all at the same time. I'm like, what? This, this can be a thing? Like I can build that kind of business? Mm-hmm. And so I left Cheeky to start Simply Be in like 2014 and I've taken like a pretty windy road, but you know, over the last five, six years have built a seven figure company and, you know, do personal branding now pretty much exclusively helping entrepreneurs, executives get online and tell their stories to grow their businesses using the gifts of digital marketing that I have with my passion for authenticity and humanity and service and love and light and divinity and all the things that I know we're very connected on, um, very spiritual mm-hmm. person and wrote a book about it. And, you know, here, here I am. So, you know, it's been, a, it's not a straight line. Yeah. <laughs> so highlight reel. Oh, wow. Well, thank you for sharing like so much of the real story of, of the, you know, we all have it. Like nobody's exempt. Nobody has that straight line. Nobody has that perfect life. Nobody was like fully confident in every area the whole time. And it's just really refreshing to be in conversation with a woman who has come full circle and has done the work to, you know, not make life frivolous, but not make it harder than it needs to be also. 
right? Because like that stuff you're talking about, like we've all had our own flavor of it. That was the hard stuff, not building something meaningful. I mean, there's challenges with it, but nothing is like swimming in the, the sea of lost and empty and insecurity. Yes. I think that that's what makes, I think, us what we are. Like not the accolades, mm-hmm. not the success, not the crushing life. It's like the the losing it life and the sucking it life for those rock bottom moments that really show us what we're made of. And all of it though. All of it. Yeah. You know? Totally. Because totally. We, you know, because not, you know, not staying there. And yeah, not that it's about the accolade, but it is about the transformation. And the accolade exactly happens right. to be the result of it. And, you know, we don't have to shy away from, you know, the, the success and the accomplishment. And, you know, I, yeah. speaking of success and accomplishment, let's just, I mean, look at, I have so much compassion for you on so many levels. And one of them is launching a book during a pandemic. Mine came out <laughs> March 3rd, 2020. And here yours is coming oh. out now. So I know the dream that I, presume us authors had of signings and balloons and cake and hugs and and all the things. So I want to really congratulate you and at least do a virtual celebration here. But tell everyone about your book, what they can expect in it. Of course, we'll have all the links in the show notes. And why did like what is this book about and why do people need to pick it up? Yes, thank you for the compassion. I mean it's definitely been a mountain to climb launching a book in a pandemic. Very different. You know, I have this agency, right? I have this very successful company where we work with entrepreneurs, executives, people who can afford to hire me to help them build their platforms. Mm -hmm. And I got a download about three years ago when I went on this book journey of writing the proposal to get the agent, to get the deal, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why should this be a secret? Why does this, why does this material and this opportunity to know how to build a platform only belong to people who can afford an agency like this should be available to everyone. In fact, the people who need it the most are the ones that can't. And I created a methodology. It's been, you know, sort of my proprietary process that I I did trademark over the last three years. And my book is a complete breakdown, soup to nuts, and how to build a platform, messaging, content creation, strategy, PR, social media. The book is called B, B-E, period, just B. And uh, the subline is a no bullshit guide to increasing your self-worth and net worth by simply being yourself. And so I say that my book is the permission slip. Like, you know how when we were in high school, we had to get like a permission slip to walk through the hallway, mm-hmm. right? Like this book is a permission slip to walk through your life how you really want to. And at the same time, people need the tools on how to show up and build the brand called them. And so I really gave it away. I broke it down step by step. You know, I had to do quite a bit of research on my space to get the book deal, right? You have to do a competitive analysis of Mm -hmm. your like-minded books. And I was honestly shocked, Gina, like how few books really gave it a, like gave the details of how to market, how to build a brand, how to create content. It was either not like high level, not empowering or ephemeral, meaning like Mm -hmm. the book wasn't going to be relevant in a year because it it talked too much about like Snapchat. It's like, (laughs) that's going to change. And we, we really have to, you know, have a book in the market. I think I wrote it. That's going to be relevant forever. And 
And so my, my book, I wrote it for, for everyone. I mean, yes, it's really geared towards entrepreneurs, people who want to build personal brands, but I think that everybody has a personal brand. I think everybody can stand to benefit from knowing what makes them, them, how to tell their story, how to own their value. And that is literally what the book gives you. And so I'm, I'm really excited about it. Thank you for letting me go deep into it. Cause you know, it takes a village to launch a yes. book and you, you got to spread the good word. Tell everyone about the different sections in your book. Oh my gosh. Thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. This is, this is, um, well, I know what they are, but I <laughs> want everyone else want to as well. Yeah. Yeah. So the book is divided into three parts. Be real, be your brand, be free. And the first section, be real is really about demystifying personal branding defining what authenticity really is, reminding the reader that it is your shadow and your and your light that you have to show up in your full truth and vulnerability to be effective. Really, See, really... Again, that is something that I want the Divine Living listeners to get that even more. Say that again. That you have to show up in order to be quote-unquote authentic in your shadow and in your light, integrated to be effective because we're all just people. We're yes. all human. Yes. Yes. So everyone, are you listening to this shadow and your light? Because there's nothing that annoys me more than watching a bunch of awesome, intelligent, spirit-filled women talking about their shadow almost 90% of the time. Like, Mm -hmm. like, I think that too often we women like think that we're more relatable or more likable to only talk about our shadow, which, uh, you know, but it's, I love what you're saying that it's both and to not yeah. be afraid of talking about the light also. Um, yes. you know, of course there's all these pendulum swings where there's like certain groups of people that are only talking about their light or showcasing the light side. So, but I, I feel like in the personal development entrepreneurial space, like if I hear one more woman be like, my life wasn't always this way or, my house is a mess and I haven't washed my hair in 17 days. Like, I'm like, give me more, give me more girl. (laughs) Talk more about that, Jessica. I love that we went here. Building your brand and being successful and building the platform called you. It's not an act of humility, ladies. It's Mm -hmm. an act of owning your greatness. It's an act of shining your light and owning it. And that has been one of the biggest opportunities and expanders, right? In my life of like, no, Jessica, you're amazing. You actually are amazing. You have something of value to give to people. You are worthy of this. Mm -hmm. And that decision of, yes, being, being relatable with the shadow, but I love this point, not letting that take precedence over all of the hard work that you've done, how far you've come, the success you've achieved, you know, receiving it. Like we're, as women, we just want to give it, but to receive it, mm-hmm. that's the hardest part. And learning the capacity to, to say, I have a light. I deserve to shine it. I deserve to be seen. I deserve to be successful as the actual like, key to, to being successful. Like you, you have to own that it's you. Yes. Claim it. Yes. 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 So are people going to get support about that in your book? That's what my whole book is about, Gina. It is a, it is, it is a, it is a kick in your ass, own your light. It's you. 
the whole way through. Like I talk about the tactics and I definitely get into the tactics in the second section of be your brand. And then be free is like, let's, let's free ourselves. Let's take the, put the book down, girl, go live your life, be inspired, live a big life. Mm -hmm. And all of it though, the whole way through, I am your cheerleader. I am your constant reminder that you are a light. You are here, not because an accident. You're here for an assignment. You're here for a divine reason. And your responsibility is to shine the light so brightly that you remind other people of their light. And like a candle that lights a million other candles, like we all have that power. Mm -hmm. And that's the, the true essence of the book. Yes, it's a personal branding book, but it's really a personal empowerment book disguised inside of a personal branding book. Cool, cool, cool. So you are obsessed with personal branding, it seems. Like I am. Digital marketing, social media, personal branding, all that, that whole... What are you so lit up about those subjects? Oh my gosh. I mean, wow. So the power, the power of the brand called you. I mean, I left this, my previous company, Cheeky, to start Simply Be. And I had no marketing plan. I had no strategy. I had no product. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to consult and help people. Mm -hmm. And I was able to amass a huge client base overnight because of my personal brand. I didn't even realize I had it. Like the seven years I was running this magazine, this face of Mm -hmm. this company, people just trusted it. They're like, she knows what she's doing. And I didn't have to make a single sales phone call to start an entirely new company because I had built such a significant personal brand. So that set me on the course of like, holy crap, this is powerful. I need to go deeper and I want to teach other people how to do this too. That's okay. one thing. I well, think the let's, second thing... Let's, let's, before we go there, I want, to, I want to dive in deeper because we may have some listeners that don't exactly get or understand what this personal brand thing is. So why don't yeah. they hear from you? So knowing your brand is knowing your value, knowing what makes you you in a sense that no one else can be you and articulating that and communicating that consistently, constantly, and clearly out into the world to drive your right community. You don't need to reach millions of people anymore to make millions of dollars. Like That is not the case. And so you just have to really get crystal clear on your story and your value. And the real key is like honing in on those three to four, and this is in my book, components, brand pillars that you really want to own and drive because consistency is I often say is queen, but clarity is, is king. You really have to know your message to cut through. And I say this in my book, it is a 360 degree dimensional story. It's not just what you do and what you get paid for. It's who you are and really narrowing in on those cornerstone topics to bring to life a crystal clear, but fully dimensional and authentic brand story that you can leverage. Like people do business with people, not products. And so that's the power of a personal brand. And I think everybody has one. Everybody. I love that you said that because I believe the same thing. And since I've been coaching entrepreneurs for about 20 years now, maybe the most asked question I've gotten through those two decades is, but Gina, what's special about me? I don't see it. I don't get it. I didn't grow up homeless or living in a car. I wasn't $75,000 in debt like you were. I don't get what's special about me. What do you say to those people? Oh my gosh, I have so much to say to those people. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one's life has been 
perfect and trauma, heartbreak, right? Like it's not worth comparing to anyone else because it's yours. And to be human is, is to be hurt. It's we're fragile, right? We, we all have lessons and lows that, that we've all respectively gone through. I've had my clients say the same thing. You know, I've, I've had beautiful young women who, who, who from the outside in have lived a really perfect life. You know, they're, they're young, they're vivacious. They came from a good family, you know, and they've been like, well, what's, what do I, who am I to, to serve and give? And mm-hmm. when they really crack into it, we've all been through something and your messes is your message. And we mm-hmm. all have some sort of mess. And so really knowing that the, the unique vantage point that you have based on your schooling, your family, the society that you grew up in, the media, you have a one of a kind value. You are a freaking snowflake. Your DNA is unmatched. Mm-hmm. So d- look inside of the things that have shifted you, shaped you, transformed you. Ask yourself why. That's what you are here to teach other people. Mm-hmm. That's what you are here to give other people to be the trailblazer to, who've, who've, who's walked that path so that you can help like-minded people, women particularly that are maybe a, a year or two or five or 10 years behind it to be that example and expander and teacher and coach. Like mm-hmm. we've all been through something and you don't need to have had these rock bottoms living in a car mm-hmm. to be inspirational. You just, you just don't. True. So that's what I would say to those folks. I love it. I love it. And don't use it as an excuse to hide because one thing I've learned about entrepreneurialism is that it's, the very natural details that are the connector points. It's going to connect you with your ideal client, your ideal audience. You know, just before you came on this podcast, I was like, you know, doing my research on you and listening to stuff and just hearing that you're from Chicago. I'm from Detroit. Hearing that you like have a coach, ironically named Gina. Named Gina. (laughs) You know, I'm like, you know, when she like drove to me and when you said it was an hour and a half away from Chicago, I'm like, because I went to school in Kalamazoo. I'm like, oh, which city was that? You know, how far was it an hour and a half from Chicago? So it's like, there's these just really beautiful, simple, natural, organic, like elements of your life that are already just really lovely connecting points where people get a little bit of an inroad into what does make you different or special or unique. So don't overcomplicate. Yeah. Don't overcomplicate it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We all have something really magical inside of us. Like I truly believe that. Yes. Really. Sorry. So I cut you off from like the progression we were going and I'm trying to remember even what the first question was that I (laughs) had said. You were talking about social media and I I would like why I'm so obsessed with this. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Please tell me because I am not. (laughs) You do great though. I follow you. You're amazing. You really are. You're sharing your life so beautifully and consistently. You really well, are. Thank you. Uh, yeah, like like you said, it's well, it's not a love of mine. That's well, I'll say it that way. So that's why I was like, you're into this. Like, why? How? What? Like, I. Anyways, let's hear more from you. <laughs> I mean, we all have our genius zones. Mm-hmm. We all have our specific gifts, and mine happens to be the gift of of writing copy that works on social. Like I've always mm-hmm. had a knack for it since the day I got on Facebook in 2008. I was an artist. I was an actor. I was a, I've always been a writer. So for me, social media was just a different medium to perform in a way. Right. Mm-hmm. And 
I definitely have a knack for it. That's one of the things I think is innate in me. I'm not great at everything, but I I happen to have a strong suit in that. But I, what I really love about social media, what's really, really fuels my day-to-day sort of coming to it Mm -hmm. is community is really connecting with people and remembering that the people who are liking your photos aren't likes. They're human beings mm-hmm. with a soul, with emotions, with their own lives. And I just got the chills. Like the power of community that if you really show up and you give and you are in service and you are genuine and you are generous, mm-hmm. truly, you're like, I am here to give, not to get. Mm-hmm. Your audience can feel that. Your audience can energetically read that. And again, you're not going to be liked by everybody. So please lean into what makes you you and you'll polarize and you'll magnetize. That's just mm-hmm. the way it works. Mm-hmm. But the more you lean in, the more you'll magnetize your people. And man, it's not an ego scratch. It's like I have people in the world, across the world that I've never met who I feel like I know, who feel like they know me. And what a gift it is to be in 2021 where we can do that, where we have technology and the internet to connect. And so that's how I look at it. I, I really genuinely am fueled by the community that, that not only I'm building, but the communities that I feel a part of, mm-hmm. right? Like that I follow other women and other thought leaders and like have this inside look into their hearts, you know, not just their lives, but like their hearts. Mm -hmm. And let's, let's celebrate that. Let's make that a, a something worth celebrating that we can, we can do that today in our day and age. And, and so that's why I'm so obsessed with it. That's awesome. That's a, well, I found I I've taken a little, a little turn on um, social media when you know, I used to view it as like one more thing that I had to do. So it became very annoying to me not having started my business during the era, you know, not growing up with it, that whole thing. However, when I lately, I've given myself permission to just share what I actually want to share, regardless of how consistent it is or not. So that's gotten more fun, because it is like a genuine sharing. And the the other thing that I want to tell people too, is yes, these are people and not likes. And also, one of the things so humbling for me about the the power of social media is, and you actually have no idea who's watching. Like you think you do. Mm-hmm. You think you go that you're looking into who actually liked it. And you think that you're reading the comments or, you know, that you know, all the views and having been at this for a hot minute now, you know, it's been so heartwarming and humbling. Like the amount of people that said I was watching you when, or I, read your mag, whatever it was. And I was like, what really? Like, you know, thinking that I really had this pulse on like who was paying attention. And so when you're up for being yourself and doing your work, regardless of who you think is watching or isn't, um, the universe has eyes and you will magnetize the right people to you for sure. And you might not ever hear about it, you might get letters and emails years later. And some of it's instantaneous, of course. So yes, yes. I love that the universe has eyes. You you really, you don't really ever know who's watching and also who you're impacting. Like, I love mm-hmm. that you said you might not ever hear 
So there might be people who follow you, who never like, who never comment, but love you. And you, you, they look forward to you. I think about all the people that I watch every day and that I don't like or comment on. And those, those are the ones that my stories are like, I'm like, I'm just not a liker and a commenter, like in a, in a big way, but I follow these people and they would have no idea. And I've never, a lot of them, I've never even buy anything from never bought their program or their product or whatever. So they would have no idea what joy I have every day and going and watching that chocolate chip cookie made or that sermon spoken or whatever, like my, my reels are, but it doesn't mean that it's not impacting someone's life. Amen. That is such an important point. So glad you said that. Cool, cool, cool. So I, um, I was listening to one of your podcasts in the gym this morning, actually, and I only got halfway through. So it's kind of a cliffhanger for me. So I was like, well, I'll, I'll just ask you the question live then. So speaking of your trip to Michigan and working with your coach, and you talked about, you know, this whole big buildup for the book launch. And, you know, it was also loving, obviously the divine living community. And we talked so much about it here about the, the masculine and the feminine and all the masculine effort and energy that's needed to build our businesses and personal brands and do the things. And then it was like, well, what comes after the book is launched and out there in the world? And you were just, uh, I don't want to give it away, but you were talking so beautifully about your own brand and concept. And I'm also curious as to where that conversation led to, because I didn't get to finish the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thanks for going there. And thank you for listening to my show. You know, I, I'm very much in my masculine, Gina. Like I, I really operate. That's a default. Like as a, it's, is to go, is to hustle, is to lead, is to create, is to manifest. Like, and I think a lot of it, if I really to tap into it is from a lack of trust, right. And is a bit of Mm. scarcity still. Like I was, I was $75,000 in debt not too long ago. And now I run a seven figure company, but like, I still kind of drive, like, can't ever go broke again. Can't ever go broke again. Mm. Like literally. So all this to say, I, I had this session with my life coach, who's also named Gina up in Union Pier. That's where she lives. Oh, okay. And she's really good for me because she's she brings me back into my feminine and she reminds me of the power and the strength that comes from that and the magic of what we're able to manifest from that. And I told the story at the end of the podcast of my dear friend, Rodelio, who passed away last year. And he was like a family member to me and uh, always pushed me to sort of be Jessica. And I mentioned at the beginning of our conversation, how there was a long chapter of my life where I felt kind of lost. And one day he was giving me all this tough love. And he was like, you are sitting in the passenger seat of your life and you need to step into the driver's seat. And wasn't too long after that, I had this corporate job I took for a hot minute. I quit that job. I started Simply Be. I stepped into the driver's seat. And you think about the word drive, right? Like it's masculine. It's like drive, drove, like ambitious, focused, you know, fast, like hard. And I drove myself to this point in my career right now with this book launch. And that's what I had gone to meet with Gina around. I was like, let's plan what's next. Like, where do I need to drive to next? Mm-hmm. And she said, what if it's your turn to step into the chariot instead? And let let all of your hard work take you. Let What if you don't have to drive so hard? What if you don't need to control it? What if what you think you need to control isn't as magical or big or expansive or limitless as what's possible that you couldn't even plan for? 
And that mm-hmm. was why I did a, a whole podcast about it. Cause I think mm-hmm. that there's so many women who needed to hear that too, of like to be in our feminine is to receive, mm-hmm. right? And it's to a flow and trust and surrender. And when we allow ourselves to let go of the metaphorical grip of the steering wheel and step back, that creates space for magic. Mm-hmm. That creates mm-hmm. space for such possibility. And it's hard because I'm a very masculine, controlling type A kind of chick. <laughs> but I am very much practicing my mantra since meeting Gina. And I'd love to give this to your audience is trust the magic, trust the magic, mm-hmm. trust, trust the magic. Mm-hmm. And I think that we have to let ourselves off the hook a little bit more and look at all the hard work we've created, the, what we've driven ourselves to, to build and then let it, let it be. That's what I'm really feeling into right now. Love it, love it, love it. We strangle the miraculous out of life when we are confined to the plans and we confine God to our plan. So, uh, and then we wonder why it's so hard or we get disappointed because we literally don't let the angelic forces come in to show us what we couldn't even dream up. So I loved that so much that you were that you're both, you know, not just the pendulum swing. And that's what I talk about with the archetype of queen. She's not all feminine. Um, She's certainly not all masculine. She's the masterful blend of both. And so for us mm. modern day women to really get down, like there is a place for a plan and there is a place for structure and, yes. and there is a place for space and for surrender and really inviting God to come in and uh, dazzle us. So yes, yes, yes. I love how spiritual you are. I've been following you, like I said, for a really long time. And you were, you were such an expander for me, Gina, that you could be this like really powerful, successful, accomplished female woman in business. And at the same time, be in such femininity and your goddess energy and, and, and really talk about angels and God and all the things Mm -hmm. that I talk about and to be both and to, to just also really, you know, succeed and shine and serve at the same time. Like you really, you really have been a model for me. It's really cool to be on your podcast. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for that. And, you know, I think for anyone else listening right now and overthinking or overcomplicating the personal brand, you know, sometimes you can be a fish in water around it. Like when people would bring up, like they'd be surprised that I would pray at the beginning of the business coaching calls that I did. It's like, it didn't, it never dawned on me not to like it only see like, and then it only seemed quote unquote weird to me that people were bringing it up. Like, Gina, I signed up for this business class. I can't believe that you start it with a prayer. And I was like, you're going into business. (laughs) Like if, if you aren't praying, you got issues, girl. Like, and so, but I, I think I just didn't even, it never dawned on me to Look, there's been plenty of areas where I haven't been myself, but that was just one because that was so natural to me. And it was how I do life and business that it was just like, okay, Divine Living Academy, let's start with a prayer. And it was, it wasn't until, and I didn't really get, I never got pushback. I always got like a thank you, but more like yeah, I was expecting it. And, yeah. um, and so I know that everyone, if you just, as Jessica is talking about and get her book and dive into this and follow her and subscribe to the podcast and put all the links in the, in the show notes, 
to really take that permission slip that she's talking about to be yourself, to be yourself. So Jessica, you may still be in like launch mode with the book, but I am curious, have you entered into the the post just being state, the, the planless state with it yet? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Right. I, I definitely, I, we, I was a week ago today, I launched the book. So right. I, I'm still very much riding on some adrenaline and, and, and fumes, but I feel really, really raw. I mean, one of the things that I learned the most, you know, this is my first book, mm-hmm. is just like the sheer vulnerability of it, like asking asking people for help. Like mm-hmm. some people you know really well, some people you don't know really well. And you just, you got to ask, like it takes a village to launch this, launch mm-hmm. a book. And that has been extremely tiring. Like, cause I don't like to ask people for things. Like it's not my style. I'm not like a favor pusher. And most women aren't. No. And so launching a book is one big ask of your <laughs> community. <laughs> a thousand times a day. And, and many of the same people a few thousand times. So yeah, I get it. <laughs> it's, so I'm looking forward to like that not being a thing anymore, to be honest. Um, at the same time, super grateful for the community that I do have. But I'm, I'm going to Costa Rica on uh, Saturday for two weeks. I'm hosting a retreat down there. So mm. I'm really looking forward to just like switching up my environment and, and, and laying on the beach for, you know, a bit and, and recalibrating because it's, I very much feel depleted and I'm not complaining. I, I'm kind of, I made the choice to go into this whole thing knowing this is going to be massive. This is going to be exhausting and overwhelming, but don't you want to have fun in it? Cause it's a dream mm-hmm. come true. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm very much in the gratitude vibration, but I'm physically very tired. I get it. I did not anticipate feeling so empty after I heard this yes. my book that I wasn't sure I was going to be able to like speak again as a little dramatic, but like I had nothing left. I wasn't actually physically tired. I got issues, but that's not one of mine. Like I just I had nothing I had nothing to say nothing to give. Like it was just like the, this book was such a complete outpouring of like gave all in it. And I go to Costa Rica afterwards, but I definitely didn't push myself, you know, in the natural organic rejuvenation and, and filling up the desire to actually, well, a, the capacity to have anything to give and the desire to give did come back. So you're going to be fine. I know. Um, And, you know, I'm so glad to hear that, you know, women like us are in this conversation where it's not just, I just see women go from one launch to the next and, and one book even to the next. And I, you know, I'm not judging if that really fuels someone, then great. And I've seen it just burn out so many of my dear friends, clients, colleagues. Um, So it's beautiful to see you dance with your masculinity and your femininity. Thank you. Thank all you. Right. All right, Jessica, where can people find you, follow you, all the good links, all the good things? You can come find me at Jessica Zweig on Instagram. That's where I spend most of my time, according to, mm-hmm. you know, Gina's right about my obsession with social. I, jessicazweig.com is my personal website. You can um, learn more about Simply Be at my company at simplybeagency.com. And you can buy the book wherever books are sold, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, local bookstores, all the places. 
Awesome. 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 Well, thank you, my love. Congratulations. Wishing you all good things with this book and all the things to come. So stay close. It's been a joy having you on the show. Ditto. It's so full circle. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks so much for being here today. I know I feel better. I hope you feel better. I want to invite you to make sure that you are signed up for the Q Club premiere. That's right. This is five days where you just get to come and be given to the desire that you we're talking about you manifesting. It's going to be just enhanced and supported so much more over these five days of goodness of you getting so great at divine living. So I want to make sure you're there. It's totally free. Tell all your friends about it. Check out the links in the show notes and make sure you are signed up because it's only five days. I want to make sure that you get in on it. Lots of love, ladies. All right, my beautiful. I hope that you have loved this episode and it has been a blessing in your life. And if you could use a little extra love and support in sisterhood, I want to invite you to join me in my global community in the Audacity to be Queen free companion course. This is completely free. And when you go to divineliving.com forward slash audacity, you're going to get meditations, you're going to get videos, you're going to get workbooks, you're going to get Q&A call replays with me. It's just a whole bunch of positive programming completely for free. I want to make sure that you have this love in your life. So go get it now at divineliving.com forward slash audacity.